Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Hey, guys. It's time to roll over. It's time to get the day started. I got a couple things I'm going to grab here. And, yes, getting out of bed at noontime. Actually, I've been up for a little bit um, trying to figure out the order of the day. A couple things. Got a, got a real serious agenda today. In my hand, before I grab this journal, I have a cup of some detox uh, juices. That I'm going to do over the next two days. So getting ready to go on a liquid diet. Uh, and apparently, and I'm, I'm drinking, this is my, this is a 12 o'clock dose. So apparently on the hour, I am supposed to, um, I'm going to drink one, eight ounces. And then in, for the next 30 minutes, in the next 30 minutes, I'm supposed to drink eight ounces of water. Now, I can drink anything but water. I'm just saying, let me uh, open up my comment page and see that you guys, let me tell you, you gotta, you gotta hit a reaction button or comment to let me know that you are watching because of where we broadcast from and this lands on, on Facebook. So I have here eight ounces and I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink y'all, I'm gonna slurp this with y'all because I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do anything and y'all think it's not real, right? And you already know I need something to drink any old way. So let me go ahead and get started here. Y'all hear that? Okay, so we're gonna I'm gonna get through eight ounces of this. <laughs> and I thought I was gonna really be able to put it down. But you know, I have um I have this little measuring cup and I probably need to do do it in that. Because one of the things too is when you are when you are trying to accomplish a goal. You need to figure out how to get through it. What's going to inspire you to do it, right? And I know, like, for me, like, I, I'm sitting here looking at this little small, and it's a small cup. It's eight ounces. It's eight ounces, roughly, what, two, three shots, right? And so I need to get this down. And it's not bad because it's literally, like, grapefruit, grapefruit cucumbers, some, some citrus juices and things like that. And so, um, to, so today... I have my goals today as I look at this blank page in the journal. And you guys already know you always either grab your journal, start each day with a blank page. It's Monday. Usually come Monday, we try to do a little bit of a review. But for those of you that are going to follow along, this is book two. This is book two. So keep in mind for those like you woke up like and you like, I can't get out of bed. If you're starting this journey, maybe you just recently had some trauma, some drama, um, some loss. Um, all of those different things that make us question the day, question who we are. You know, maybe you decided, okay, I got a behavior I'm going to deal with. First of all, I am not an expert at this. I just been through some things and I wanted to be truthful, honest, and transparent about it because what happens in social media is people watching us through these lenses, they make all kinds of assumptions and they make assumptions and then punish themselves or have impact on the sales. You know how we do. We see somebody else doing something and you want to know, well, why me? Why why can't I get there? You know, and you use you lose all manner of respect for faith and time, right? You lose all manner of respect for what's truly yours and what you should really be doing. Because you know you want to follow the masses because it looks like everybody's doing this. It looks like everybody's accomplishing that. But you have to go back to what's really yours, what's for you. And so sometimes we have to detox, right? We have to detox. Like I know for me coming into food blogging, I'm like, okay, clearly these people don't eat. 
Clearly, these other food bloggers, they don't eat. They just taking pictures of food. I was taking pictures. I was eating every bite. I was learning how to cook it all. I'm telling you. Hey, Frida. Been missing you on Scope. I know. I just I just did a, um, a reminder on Scope that we're actually over here on Facebook. Um, simply because we were trying to broadcast everywhere. And that's another thing, too. It's like all platforms are not for everything. And especially in this manner. Now, I love I love, I love, love Periscope because it's connected to Twitter. And when we talk about detoxing, let me tell you, Twitter is still that beast. Although it just doesn't get, I mean, I don't know who's measuring and how, why it keeps coming low in the mid when the numbers come out. I don't know why Twitter keeps coming out so low. And I guess it's because of the number of users, but the, the content that's over there. And I know even the content that we try to put over there. I mean, there's, it's just a difference. So, but I know right now we've done so much with our, with the waking up, making our Facebook pages, uh, bringing awareness to our Facebook pages that a lot of people are coming with us over here on Facebook. And one of the reasons I, I love the Facebook page and I could do it with other pages too, is that, Hey, Sean, is that I can, what I put on the Facebook page runs in the email and that's an automated process. So really trying to make this thing easy. So I'm sitting here, you're going to hear me slurping, um, as we get through this, even though I have a dump button, but we're talking about detox. And oftentimes people will ask me, how do they detox on social media? Now, I, I, I did just recently like take a day, like, look, I got to put this phone down. I got to put it down only because I am hooked into everything everywhere. And it was really, some things are really impacting me. But of course, you know, we had some very tragic days in our, in our country. And, uh, and not only that, just in, in my personal circles, you know, and I don't even really have personal circles in the circles I have online. And, uh, but I'm, I always tell people, if you feel like you need to detox from social media, you might just need to clean up your stream a little bit. And I, I, I am religious about that. I'm, I'm on that unfollow and I try not to unfriend cause platforms, uh, punish you when you disconnect, you know, because they want to track you and everybody, you know, and how you know them and what y'all do together and how y'all think together. So they make it difficult. They make it very difficult for us to disassociate, right? And I mean, literally. So um, what I will do is I'll go through it unfollow because, you know, basically what you see on your timelines and what I try to do is stay away from my traditional timeline. There are some lists that I've curated. There's some um, basically lists. And I try to go and check those lists. I love when platforms allow us to get to common areas. And Facebook is one that really truly doesn't, hasn't grasped that yet. They do have the uh, watch part and then they have the groups. Facebook is all about the groups now. So if you are not checking out that groups tab, if you haven't really truly honestly joined, I know people add us to groups every day, all day long, but if you haven't really curated, um, Things that really feed your spirit and just feed your, feed your, your, uh, curiosity and not even, it doesn't have to be spiritual, just your curiosity. And that's the part that's missing on the internet. It's like people are not satisfying their true curiosity on this thing. And that's, those are some of the reports that come out all the time. It's like, what are we, what are we asking from this stuff? We got so much that's invading our lives that we are so totally not in control of, or don't even realize how much control we can have. And we're not putting any kind of stipulations on what's going on with us. 
you know, and that's, that just doesn't make any sense. It's like there are people who are literally going about day to day, and mostly us, and just, and I'm talking individuals, because I know even for myself, I'm like, wait a minute, I didn't put it, I don't have any kind of stipulations on this stuff. Yesterday, I don't, I don't know, I hate to talk about this, um, because I don't, I don't know how well they'll receive it, but <clears throat> there was a convention last week, and I think, it, I hope it probably wrapped up, I'm sure it did. But there was a convention, and this was the National Association of Black Journalists. It's a historic organization, right? You're like, what? Yeah, they have one. Um, and it's called NABJ, and they met, and I was going through some of the highlights. And Tamron Hall, Tamron Hall is so interesting. She's so interesting because um, I just love different kinds of people, right? And hopefully you have in what you are consuming out there that you see all these different kinds of people. I, I, I'm that person. It's like, whoa, I can, there's something different here. Let me see what that is, right? There's a different way of thinking. There's a different way of acting. So when I see those kinds of things, I'm like, well, let me see. What is it about this that, that I'm not perfecting, right? And so she did a one-on-one um, at the convention. And lots of questions about her right now because, one, the way she left uh, several networks and then getting this television show deal, which has been in the works like for, since forever. But uh, in between develop, developing the show, she ended up getting pregnant and married and having a baby and whatever order that came in and so forth. And then she had to do you know, the maternity leave. But at the same time, building this team that's building this show and there's, there's all this anticipation for this new daytime show, which, you know, I don't know. I don't know about the show, y'all. I really don't. And I'm... Um, I'm waiting to see, you know, because because daytime daytime has changed, you know, the daytime audience has changed. And I think that I think that they get it. Um, and I think they're building on the hype that there was so much demand when she was ousted or left uh, the previous network. There was so much demand for her. But, you know, it, it, and it it's give it, it give credit to that whole social mobbing thing. People will jump on a social mob in a minute and they love jumping on things when people have been done wrong. Like, you know, this guy, Jerry O, he did, he, he kicked off a show today uh, as Wendy took her summer break. He's using her studio and time slot um, to preview a show for him. Now, mind you, he was uh, auditioning like crazy to go on live with Kelly. They straight dissed him and brought in Ryan Seacrest out of nowhere after Kelly got dissed by Strahan, right? All this dissing going on. And so people jump on these social mobs when something has been done wrong. But you also know people get ghosts on you when things are going right. And I kind of felt a little crickets today when Jerry's show came on. And you, you wonder because, you know, they go into these offices and they ne- make these negotiations and these deals based on that fire. We saw this with some of the CNN anchors when they were ousted, right? Everybody's all excited. CNN's coming with a black panel. Well, well, hell, CNN had a black panel. CNN has had some black folk from day one. And they got rid of all of them, okay? And went with, I don't know what they went with because I turned them the hell off. But they are coming back apparently in the height of this political season, and things change in the height of political season. But everybody's like, "Oh, see, they come with a black panel." And everybody's looking like, well, "Where you been? Didn't you didn't you know they fired all the black people? You know?" And um, so now they found a new crop, 
willing to come and sit in the seats that people, the rotating, what is it, the revolve, they, they found a new crop willing to come through the revolving door. Don't know how long they're, they're going to last because I'm not going to watch. Um, but anyway, so those things happen. People, and see, people jumped on the social mob, built, people, social mobs will build you up. They'll also tear you down. So I hope that when Tamara's show come on, I hope that there is a real true daytime base um, for her show. Also, television, you know, you can come on, you can come on in a time slot, but people are watching. There's no, there's no time slot these days. There are no time zones. There are no time slots. You know, people are not really pausing. Like right now, the news is on. I'm like, but I'm podcasting. I'll go back. I'll go to their page or website or whatever and catch, the, catch these highlights. You know, in, in real time, people don't even need it in real time. Like I'm sitting here talking about how to get out of bed at noon. Noon Eastern time here on the East Coast, right? And it's like somebody's waking up somewhere. Somebody's somebody has uh, labored in the thought process of getting out of bed. Somebody has hit the snooze button. Somebody's just laying there, like you know, and they they scrolling down and, and they went past the post and hopefully they had their sound up and now they decided to stop and to to listen. But I bank on the fact that they may listen later because one of the things that we do is I record this in a live environment so that I can say hello to some folks and answer some comments and have a good two-way conversation. And then I take it and I download it as a podcast. We catch it on the podcast platforms. You do know, and I guess it's time for me to take a sip, right? Because I only drunk half an ounce. Okay, there's another ounce. And it's not a bad taste. It's just a strong fruit. It's um, strong and grapefruit. And then I think there's a little bit of, I got to see what's in this one. Because usually that's from cucumber. And the cucumber is probably, is usually the part that gives me absolute pause. Otherwise, I can go ahead and get this down. But apparently, I'm supposed to drink this. 30 minutes later, I'm supposed to drink uh, 8 ounces of water. Now, y'all know that's going to kill me. That's going to kill me. I'm going to have to, I, I got to get, the, and you have to do the water because too much of the fruit, if you don't know, especially if you're on any medications, I'm not currently on any medication, it probably should be. Um, but if you're on medication and trying to detox and, and do um, the vegetables or whatever, you need to flush it, right? So even just taking in all this soup, all this uh, fruit juice, because what happens in all these things, and people are just not mindful of what goes on with your blood pressure and all these other kind of things. And so food is medicine. So you cannot go strongly with one or the other. A lot of people said they had problems when they went meatless. I know today being meatless Monday. Well, there are those of us that were told, like, you can't, you can't go all veggie. You know, you got thyroid issues. You can't do it. So you got to make sure you consult with somebody. Uh, and better yet, listen, I mean, and, and consult with somebody. But also, you know, just look into things a little bit more. That's one of the things when we talk about detoxing and, and looking at things. And I'm still sitting here with a blank page. And I'm going to write detoxing up there. And uh, one of the things that has, in book two, this being book two, one of the things that has really resonated from one conversation to the other is this word, ask. Um, I did a whole book series on asking and basically it was called answers. And so where I am now, uh, over the weekend, I think before coming into the weekend, I asked a couple of things cause I'm getting ready to make some, some changes. Like today, when I get done with this, I'm going to the desktop and I have literally got to, um, uh, I've got to put together a resume. 
I've got to put together a resume, and I think I want to do not one, maybe two, maybe three, um, depending on, because I'm trying to decide for the industry that I want to go in. There's something I want to do, and you know what, and this is what opportunity looks like. Opportunity looks like, if it's something I want to do just on a local, like go get a paycheck, that's one resume. Anybody, anybody trying to know I was a personality or I did this and that and met with world leaders and all that kind of, nobody trying to know all that, right? Uh, there's another one. If I want to do something on a national level, then, you know, that one comes into play. And then there's also this opportunity that most people are experiencing on a global level. You know, we've been talking about global. Let me write that down. So I have to make a decision locally. Like if I just want to roll out of bed each day, go to a, go do eight hours somewhere, get some peace. Cause the goal is PTO. <laughs> National or global, and and be, uh, first of all, let me also write down thankful. Can I write down thankful? Because I have dropped some things in some people's DMs uh, that's going to facilitate this. I'm not doing this all on my own. I have met with the council, and the council being those that I trust, those that I know that's going to tell me the truth and not just be in the amen corner, those that's going to say, girl, get a grip, or girl, you got this. Not even the one, I, I don't even need to hear from the girl, you got this. Because a lot of times the girl, you got this group, they're the ones looking in, just looking in through the lens, you know. You got this. They don't know you got it. They don't know you got it. They need you to get it so they can get it, right? Those, uh-oh, uh-oh, we just hit on something. There are those people that will tell you you got this because they need you to be what they need you to be. They don't, know, but they don't know if there's cracks in the foundation. They don't know if it was built properly. They just know that on the surface, on the surface, at face value, it looks good. And, and they need some of that. So, because I know dealing with anxieties, there are people that they don't, they can't, you, they, you can't have an off day. Because your off day means insecurity for them, right? Because, let's face it, there are a lot of people dependent upon who we are each and every day. And if you don't get out of bed and there are other people like, wait, they were dependent on, you know, there's an old saying about the person when, I, when we talk about, let's talk about the workplace. There's always this one person in the workplace that's asking for a little bit of this or a little bit of that. There was an actual survey that came out. Like that person is always asking if you got some change because they want to run to the vending machine or that person that, you know, you, you ask them for a ride, right? You ask them for a ride. They're going to ask you for some gas money. Be for, I'll take, you know, y'all get ready to go out to lunch. Y'all can ride with me, but I'm going to need y'all tipping us again. There's, there are people out there that y'all, we are, we are all paying their entire way. We are paying their absolute and entire way through things. They're, I mean, that's just, that's just what it, they know how to ask. They know how to ask. So I went to the council over the past week, and I'm like, you know what? I'm at that point of return. Uh-oh, write that down. Return. I'm ready to return. Um, and all, I, you know what? As a matter of fact, today, I got to get dressed because part of that, part of that return is a, a, I'm going to meet with another part of my council today, this afternoon. I'm going to roll up on, and Sean, Sean knows this person. I'm going to roll up on this person today because they're, they're in the, they're in the, they're in the, what are you waiting for? They're in the, what are you waiting for group? So I'm going to roll up on this person and cause they, they in that, like, what are you waiting for? They, they're in that. Cause you got, how many groups did we say with the girl, you got this group, be careful of your girl. You got this group because 
you probably have gone to that group and say, listen, I'm having a hard time. Um, something's not right. And they're like, girl, you got this. Because they don't want to, they don't want to hear, they don't, they don't want to know that you don't got it. They don't want to know that you don't have it. They don't want to know that it's not, things are not right. Right. And because it, here's why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's why is because in your, what you are going through looks familiar to them. And they don't want you to know that they've been through it and they didn't have it or they and they some people don't want to tell you how they did it. Right. That's what's going on out here in social media, because you're looking at a post like I'm looking at a post and persons on there and they were like saying all this stuff. And I'm like, but wait a minute, weren't they just last week or last month or you know, you got that one year thing. It's like, wait, didn't they just say this? Like I shared, I shared a gaffe and I'm praying to God. This person made a gaffe. No, I'm not going to do this person. Uh, Reverend L. Sharpton has gotten into this war with Trump. Right. And Reverend L. Sharpton, let's see. I'm here already. Reverend L. Sharpton, it has, um, he had an issue when Barack Obama became president. If you remember, the, the tribe split when Barack Obama became president because there were those who were all in for Hillary. And they couldn't bring themselves over. Uh, let's just talk about the, the gap, the, the war between Tavis and Barack Obama or Tavis, Tavis and everybody with, the, with Cornell West, the instigator. Okay. Cornell West was the instigator. Basically, if y'all don't remember, and then most of y'all don't remember, but prior to the Obama, the eight years of the Obama administration, let's just go with a decade because the whole two years of um, politicking, of, of campaigning, and then the eight years. So once, prior, the decade prior to, Tavis was the go-to. He was the go-to for everything going on because he, rightfully so, Tavis used to have something called the state of state of black union, state of the black union used to happen every year. And it was a, it was, it was a convening of the greatest minds around uh, the culture, right? From the cookout on. Okay. And so Tavis would have these convenings and uh, on this particular convening, everybody, all the candidates were making their announcement and Tavis had invited well, if you're going to run, come on down because you need to make it from here. Well, Barack Obama decided, no, I'm not going to make my announcement for that. Hillary was there. He decided he's going to make his on that day, but from Chicago, which meant that the cameras that Tavis had would have to shut off so that the, the network that was broadcasting it could go live to Barack Obama's announcement in Chicago. So, now, you know, that was already ruffled feathers there. Like, bruh, why are you not going to the state of black union? Well, for, for the most part, you know, Barack Obama hadn't decided how black he was going to be in this thing. In fact, he was like, okay, now I'm going to make mine on the coldest day in hell. Well, the second coldest day, because the other coldest day in hell was the day he was inaugurated. But on the second coldest day in hell, uh, he made it, his announcement that he was going to run for president in Chicago in a sea of non-black faces. So that meant that while the State of the Black Union went on break and they went and broadcasted uh, Barack Obama's announcement when the cameras returned to the state of the black union, the panel of black greatness had split. They were like, wait, I thought we were down for Hillary. What is this brother doing? And, and, uh, Michael Eric Dyson was like, well, I'm with the brother. 
I'm rolling with the brother. And they were like, well, no, you know, no, he didn't even come here. He didn't make the announcement here. And so Cornell, you know, was like, uh, hey, he, he needs to be as accountable as everything else. Now, mind you, Tav, to, to this day, I still say, you know, Tavis and, 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 and Cornell, they haven't seemed to be incorrect in what they were doing. The manner in which they, they did it brought on the mob. Uh, but they really weren't ever really wrong about um, Barack Obama and the 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 things that they were challenging him on uh, because everybody in the end ended up challenging the administration, the Obama administration on and like what's in it for us. And, and, and now after the administration, you know, now they, they're truly who we wanted them to be in the, in the white house. But again, they were just trying to stay alive. That's, that's the bottom of that. So anyway, we used to have the state of the black union, but in this war, that went on during the Obama administration, Tavis decided, well, I don't, I'm not doing the state of black union no more. He ended up doing the state of poverty. He and Cornell were actually, I don't know what he and Cornell were doing, but Tavis, they did go on the poverty tour, which still was kind of, it was just kind of suspect because, you know, the poor didn't get anything out of it. Tavis, Tavis and, and, um, and, and Cornell got a tour, got a book deal, got all kind of stuff. I don't know if any, I, I just remember there was a brother that that Tavis had ran into two twice. They said he was having this problem, and the the problem the brother had was he didn't even have the money to go renew his license. You're on a poverty tour. Brother's saying, you know, his family is impacted, about to become homeless because they don't have. The brother did not have the money to renew his license, which was his CDL, which means he could no longer be a truck driver. And I'm like Tavis, I don't need to know that brother's story. I need you to hand that brother twenty dollars. See, we don't understand. You know, don't come back. Don't don't go book. Don't don't do a press release. Don't go book umpteen radio interviews. Don't go get on nobody's stage. Just simply hand that brother twenty dollars to go get his license renewed. That's how. That's how simple this. That's how simple this thing is. And we were talking about that the other day in the midst of all these annual conventions that are going on, where people are on these stages talking about what the problems that we have in our community and in our culture and with women and with with minorities and with immigrants. When the, there's some very simple things that could happen, but when they come back from the hotel and the grand chicken dinners, then they, and, and you got let's say you got ten people, all they need is twenty dollars, and they tell them ain't no money in the budget. And I, and I remember going to one of these things, and I asked Tyler, like, did you get a brother $20? And he's like, what, who? Uh, the brother that was, told you his story twice, that his family, they were impacted simply because he just didn't even have the money to, to now, this is, this is how poverty works. He didn't have the money to renew his license, but what if he, he got out there and drove, and then he, then he driving on suspended, uh, uh, suspended license or whatever you call it, what is it? expired license, right? And now they've got now they've got uh, legal fees, okay. And if you can't pay those, now he's gonna go on probation, okay. Well, now you're not driving for nobody, cause you can't even leave the state, right? All of those things, right? Hello to everyone. Hey, Laura Womack on the West Coast. So that's how that's how simple this thing is. And those are the kind of things that keep people from getting out of bed. Those are the kind of things that get us to problems to the proportions that they end up. Simply because on the low, low, when somebody is on social media and they's like, well, you know, guys, I'm going to go down and make a donation. Guys, I'm going to do a little bit of fundraising. Guys, it starts at that level because whether they are associated to big organizations or big corporations or any of all of that, 
the money to do things on the grassroots levels, which is why I see people out here trying to get these, have these teachers out with these uh, school supplies. And I know it looks like the biggest scam ever on the school supply thing. But, y'all, there are people who literally, and it, it has nothing to do with being poor. It has nothing to do with being low income. I mean, I, I'm seeing neighborhoods. It's just, let's just relieve the burden. Let's just relieve some of these burdens. And, frank, frankly, on some of the budgets that these schools are operating on, kids should show up and every desk should have a full-on book, pack, book bag, supplies, should have um, um, technology, all of that. When you look at some of these budgets that they have, but then when you go deep diving into the budget and what they have to spend a line item on, and shout out to the school systems. I think a couple of the school systems, regardless of income, um, decided that, hey, let's just going to put it in the budget. We're going to feed these kids. I know uh, last year, the county that I'm in, started adding a third meal because you know what? By 12 o'clock, these kids have had breakfast and lunch. They have to spend the rest of the day and think about those that are going to after school. And I know everybody's like, well, well, you know, I'm a parent and after I have to, right, you have a burden. You have a burden like everybody else. But, well, I've got to, I work a second job and I pay, and, I, and that's understandable. But what, and you want, but you see, the problem we have and why some people can get out of bed is we don't want, we don't want to relieve our burden because we want people to be as burdened as us. That's where this thing goes wrong. We, um, there were people who complaining that the school system was adding a dinner, a dinner meal, that if the kids, um, they would stay at school to have dinner or they would be able to take a meal home, right? And there were people complaining about that. Well, you know, and I had, cause I'm telling you, when I had kids, yeah, I had, I had to make sure, let me tell you one time I went in, I was putting money in the lunch accounts, right? And I messed around and I got distracted and I put money in one, put, put, too much money in one account and miss one of the accounts. I had four kids in three different schools, right? And I made a mistake and put too much money in one account. And so one kid got to zero and had to be, they, they took the meal from him. And I'm like, listen, if that ever happens again, just give me your sister's number, your brother's number. You know, y'all know each other's numbers. So if something happened, you know, because they, I, I didn't understand for the life of me why I didn't have just one account and they all had the same number. And I'm trying to remember all these, you know, they all had all these, uh, it went by their socials, right? And I'm trying to go online and remember all these numbers and put all this money in there because you don't want to be that mother. You don't want to be that parent, right? But I messed around as, as multitasking as I always had to do. And I put double money in one account and missed one of the accounts. So, and I'm, cause I'm like, why are y'all accounts all different? Cause one of them didn't eat lunch. No way. Right. When the one going to be seen in the cafeteria eating lunch or the other, they was getting down. So I'm like, if, if it happens, listen, y'all, 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 if you see, if see something happening with one, I, I was that mama, you know, if one of y'all come in with a problem, y'all better have that problem. In fact, y'all better solve it together. Right. I was that mother, that mother. If something happened to one, you know, y'all better get together on this thing. Y'all are sisters. I was an only child. Right. And I had a whole bunch of cousins. Y'all are sisters and brothers. Right. If one get on that bus and, and you notice the other one not on that bus, don't roll up to this house talking about you didn't see your sister, or your brother. Right. Y'all better walk home together. I'm just saying you have to make sure these things are. To, and, but it happened. So we got to stop worrying about. No, stop. Stop doing this thing right here where because black people, I'm just going to say black people do it all the time. 
rather than wanting the equality, you want the other others to be disadvantaged. That comes across a lot in what we say and do and what we when we try to galvanize the protests and things like that. You know, like the serial killer didn't get taken down to the ground. You know, the serial killer goes to Burger King. I'm like, well, can everybody go to Burger King? You know, I don't want it. it I'm trying to figure out, like, how do I get the same cops that had zero aggression for the serial killer? I want them to have zero aggression for the jaywalker that happens to be black. I want to, how do I get you to stop rolling up with me and all your aggression? And that has not been my experience. I have to continue to say that. It has not been my experience. When I, in, my, in, in my engagement with cops, the cops seem like, Lord, it, the cops seem almost in prayer Please let her not be riding dirty. Please let her not have no warrant. This is, how, this is what I know going through the cop's mind. Because I just got pulled over like a couple of weeks ago, right? And he walks up. And then they got this thing where they don't come to the driver's side. They go to the other side. And I'm like, why are you way over there? Because so they can see, right? And I can just tell poor the young man, you know, somebody's son out there done, done took on this career. And I'm like, Lord, let me not get this child no trouble. And he was like, can I see? <laughs> I had done it. I had done blue through the stop sign. It was getting dark. I couldn't see. They changed the traffic pattern on the street on the shortcut that I I, I never would take the shortcut. I was running late trying to go pick up my my daughter, and uh, they changed the traffic pattern. They built a new service station, remodeled the service station, and they tra- changed the traffic pattern for turning into the station. And I was taking the shortcut, like gonna cut through the station, and they changed the traffic pattern where now half of the street is a one-way coming and oncoming traffic. So I'm like, I'm like trying to focus, like what's going on down there to the point where I didn't realize it was a stop sign because I had to quickly, in order not to go down the one-way street, I had to quickly make a right. Well, when I quickly make that right, trying not to go down this one-way street, I missed the stop sign. And, and I'm like, here come the lights, you know? But I was like, poor baby. I'm like, Lord, I, I, he was worried, y'all. Please let me just get her this citation. Please let her not be riding dirty. Please let her not have no one. I can just say he was praying because I was praying too. Because one thing about Georgia, okay, you got it, you got infractions and things like that that you don't forgot about, or you don't know. It's like they they well, I don't know if I don't know if all of Georgia did like Atlanta and took out took um, stopped using um, prison as poverty for poverty only, and so. Um, you know, lo and behold, here, stop sign, go. I'm like, ooh, thank you. Because I'm like, you know, knowing I was like, and I don't know how many infractions I had caused at that moment. Not to mention, but look, and this part about the, this, this is the kicker on this thing, y'all. The part about the other side of the street being uh, one way of oncoming traffic, guess who was oncoming? The officer. So I'm literally about to have a head on. <laughs> I probably shouldn't even be driving no more. I'm like, I'm, I'm literally, I didn't even realize it was a police officer because I was like, I was just shocked that the traffic pattern had changed in that manner and that were not a lot of signs. And I'm like, I'm not even finna fight this. I'm like, okay, I just, I, I never go that way. But you know, sometimes GPS will be like, and I don't use ways. And people are like, why don't you use ways? I don't use ways. Because I'm like, don't be telling, once I get in the car, I'm, that's the direction I'm going. Don't be telling me to change up every two minutes. I can't do it. I, I don't like multitasking. I, I check the traffic pattern. I'm going, that's the route I'm going, that's the route I'm going. If it changes, 
It ch- I, don't be telling me there's a faster route. Oh, there's this on the road. There's something in the left. There's a cop up ahead. I don't need to know all of that. I'm Because I'm going to get in my lane. I'm just going to chill, listen to my radio. I'm still a radio junkie. I love my talk radio. I love sports radio. I just want to chill on my ride. I don't need to. I don't need to. I, that's why everybody, that's why people got so much anxiety in traffic now. You, you trying to drive and listen for this, that, and the other. And it's like, stop. Just roll. Just roll. So, anyway. But that's those little things, believe it or not, all in multitasking. Let me write that down because we've talked a lot about this multitasking. And when I say multitasking, your brain just never gets to rest. It just never, we just never get to that. At what point in your day do you get to that just simple restful moment? When, when do you chill? When do you chill? You know, and I know me, my screen time, I'm scrolling all day. I have to. I'm a blogger. I got to know when something jumps off. But then I've already curated my own content. So I got all that stuff going on. And we just have all of this stuff coming at us. And then on top of that, we got all this order of the universe and the retrograde and all this other kind of stuff impacting that. And there you are trying to, everybody's trying to make sure that, you know, everybody like, like, I, I got to make some calls. Like I got to roll up on, I got to roll up on a friend today. And I'm like, I hope they're in a good mood. I need them to be what I need them to be. Right. But that's not how this thing works. That's not how this thing works because I know today might not be the day. So, but I'm, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go and support. I'm going to go and support. But you heard what I said. I want something. So, but I know, and I know in, in dealing with people, there's a way, there's a way to do all of this, but it is for, it is for the reason we don't ask. And, and, and I'm often told don't ask enough. I know for a fact, I don't ask enough, but then there are those who think we ask, we ask too much, you know, just for the little that we do ask. So you have to take all of that, all of that in. And, uh, the way you do it is you look at your days, you look at your days. That's why I love when I started journaling, this was some of the best stuff ever that I could literally in this one journal go back and figure out the last 90 days because what happens is cyclical if I wake up and I feel like this I now know to search my memory well when was the last time I felt like this and then on those days that I feel real high I can just look back and say oh man I got this done okay if I feel like this this is the day to get it done like I know today I feel good I feel like if I go get dressed if I finish this detox, drinking this stuff, that on this day, because I feel this way, I know that I have, I know that I can get something done. I know I better get it done today because tomorrow could be different. Yes, I know what yesterday was, right? And I know, wait a minute, on my, in my nine days, I was like, whoa, I've had, I've had some pretty good days. I may be running out. Tomorrow could be all together. You never know. So if I'm like, wait a minute, well, yeah, I did. I can go back. Look, I can go back and I can look and I can say, yeah, and I can learn. Oh, okay. I just had a, I just had a bad day. So I'm like, I had a day call in my journal. I had a day call, save myself. I wrote it down, save yourself. We talk and look, ask what's the first thing on that one. Me, myself, I selfish blame ourselves, ourselves. Uh, what was it? Disguise, self-pity and fair failure. So I had that day one, three days ago, one, two, three. So that means I'm on a high for a couple of days. I don't know about y'all. That's why journaling is good. I'm like, three days ago, 
I mean, I got good, I got six more days that I should be good because I know those days, there's three, about three of those days happen in a nine day cycle. And it's simply because I have, how I get to that, that low point is in these good days, I end up taking on too much. Like I don't want to take on too much today. I know I've got some points I need to hit, some agenda I need to get through, but I know if I take on too much, that weight will bring me down to one of those days. And then I, and then I, I can look in, in my journal, I can see, well, if I had that day, well, what did I do the day after? Oh, the next day I was talking all about confidence and behaviors. And so I realized that, that my the confidence behaviors, that there are conf- consequences when we're too comfortable. Uh, I wrote down public negative. Uh, we digress, regress, regrets, lifestyle, recognize, right, correct, appropriate. And you guys will remember this if you checked out the podcast. Punishable, lenient, risk, results, and outcomes. And then after that, I wrote gut, talking about your instincts, right? I have a question. Yes, Sean, what's your question? Uh, procrastination, divine intervention, praying tomorrow, yesterday. Remember, look at that. Just yesterday, I talked about tomorrow and yesterday. Here I am. I was blessed with a tomorrow. And here I am on today. I'm on a high, even though I'm coming off a low. Because there's nowhere to go but up. When you're coming off a low, there's nowhere to go but up. But had I, in that day that I had a very, very low, a low, low, if I had succumbed to it, uh, put myself in the wrong place, around the wrong people, um, unable unable to recognize those emotions that I was having or those feelings that I was having, if I was unable to recognize or unable to look back and see, well, you've been here before. Here's what you do. You know what I did? I went around, I went directly to, and then one of the things I talked about on that podcast, I went and hung out with some family. I went and hung out uh, at my cousins and she and I um, have had some things, some similar things. And so you know, that's probably what lifted my spirit, being able, being able, finding that true person with which to share where I was didn't take me any lower. It helped me get my feet back on solid ground. It helped me to understand where I was, but then also being able to go into my journal or go back and listen to how to get out of bed podcast. Cause one of the things I had to do this weekend was uh, on a couple of platforms, share some of the replays for how to get out of bed. And I'm like, man, I'm feeling like this is like, well, wait, we felt this before we've been here before. I'm, I'm waiting on uh, your question to pop in. I'm not on, let me see if I can go over here on Facebook. Uh, got kicked out. Okay. I'm actually on, uh, switcher so the comments i have to wait for the comments to come over so it's a little bit of a delay let me see if i can go over here on um, open up facebook so that's how you have to you've got to be able to discern let me write that down you got to be able to discern um what's going on and how these things are how these things are going on let me see here I'm trying to see if I can get to, and I'm going to get ready. Where are we on time? We're at 42, and I love to get out of here at 45, so I may have to catch your comment in the, come in the after. I do want to give a couple shout-outs, guys. You know I could not podcast without some support. So on the screen, first and foremost, if you find that you are catching our content sporadically, 
because the platforms, you know, are like, wait, I, I didn't, they're not showing it to you today. So that you never miss it, go to dryerbus.com and subscribe. Go to dryerbus.com and subscribe to our email blast. Our email blast goes out um, roughly every, pretty much about every other day, but, or every two days or so forth. And that will give you uh, a summary of what we've done over the last couple of days. So there are those that are going to get there or got their email this morning. No, they got a yesterday, so they'll get one tomorrow. And it will have a couple of podcasts in there. We also, let me tell you about the podcast that we do. How to Get Out of Bed is a daily. If I wake up giving the breath of life, I'm turning it on. We're going to talk ourselves out of bed. That's a daily. Uh, on Tuesday, which is 24 hours from now, um, join me for Leading Women Podcast. That is something I'm so proud of this podcast. We are making waves, talking with women who are leading, women who are leading. Let me get back over to comments. Um, it's awesome and amazing. Um, getting, I'm reaching out. We're also getting some people are, are coming to us uh, to come on with us. And right now we're recording those also in a live environment. It becomes a podcast. So what we're looking at, looking at how to, how to truly grow this thing, especially in this political season. And guess what? It's always a political season. And I love that we do this on Tuesday because guess what? Every, every Tuesday, somebody has to go and vote somewhere. And guess who the larger voting block is, and that is women. Yeah, this thing is not coming up for me over here. Um, so Leading Women, I co-host it with Angela Stalker. And we go on about 4 p.m. Eastern, Eastern Standard Time right now in this time zone. Until time change, it'll be 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern. So check your time zone, see how it lines up with ours. Uh, 4 p.m., that's 4 p.m., I guess you would say 3 Central, 2 Mountain, and 1 o'clock. Pacific, if that's how, I think that's how time slots go. If you want to catch us live and have a two-way conversation, in all podcasts end up, I'm opening up comments here, all podcasts end up on uh, the popular podcast platforms. So if you'd like to follow us, if you are, you can follow us, we on uh, um, Spotify, iHeart, um, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, I think Break, Breaker, and um, there were a couple others that I've got notifications that it's on. So all of these um, will load there, and you can catch us uh, on that. But Leading Women, we talk about, and we've got some stuff this, in fact, I was asked, I was asked, and you guys let me know, uh, people are, there are two things we're going to talk about, and I was asked about Oprah's magazine, O Magazine, the new issue, which I don't have. And I have a subscription coming in here. And I'm like, whoa, why don't I have this new issue with Oprah and Gail on the cover? But I was asked if I thought this issue was browner than ever. <laughs> and I think the term was blacker than ever. Um, so i got to get my issue and people were talking about because you know Oprah Oprah's magazine used to be the size of an encyclopedia, and it, it's gotten very thin. Now we know all print and and periodicals have dr drastically changed, and mainly because of the advertising. Because there's not a lot, and magazines never really had a lot of content, but they always had a lot of advertising. Particularly, old magazine had a lot of advertising, so it's now the size of essence. Okay, and you already know. Essence and Ebony and other, uh, even, I'm even, I'm even looking at the Cosmopolitan over there 
it's even thin. I've got. I'm not, don't ask me why I have a cosmopolitan. Petty Betty, Petty Betty filled out some survey somewhere, and now we're getting all these magazines. Even the cosmopolitan I have over here is uh, is very thin. And shout out to Mariah Carey. Shout out to Mariah Carey who was on the this issue, and I don't know if it was the last issue, but let me tell you, Mar- Mariah got him, y'all. Mariah, knowing that they would not allow her to make eye contact on the cover, Mariah wore a T-shirt with her own face on it, making eye contact. Don't sleep on Mariah Carey, okay? She might be on the borderline um, out there, you know, just weird and all that, but, you know, she got a right to be. (laughs) She's been through some things, too. Um, but shout out to Mariah. Mariah wore a t-shirt with her face on it on the cover. And I mean, it was up to them to decide on the cover, but they didn't realize what she was doing. I realized what she was doing because it's what we have to do. And in all of the pictures, in every last one of these pictures, I'm telling y'all, let me grab this magazine. If you get this cosmopolitan, and that's what it's called. I'm looking at the word. Cosmo, Cosmo is what they call it. If you get this, go by the newsstand. If y'all got a newsstand or a magazine or a store rack or a magazine rack, go by and look at this. Because if you guys don't recall, and some of you haven't been following me that long, uh, when Instagram first started, I launched a campaign where I would go through uh, Essence Magazine. Essence Magazine was the number one that I would get. That is what magazine I would see. I don't know what the other magazines were doing. But ad- advertisings in Essence Magazines, um, none of the, none of the, none of the black women in the magazine, this is why I talk about eye contact all the time. Even as I'm doing this, how to get out of bed, you're looking like, well, drivers, you're not making eye, con- eye contact on there. One of the reasons I'm not making eye contact on this podcast is because, and I can, boom, there we go, bam, okay? I'm just saying, bam, <laughs> for those that are, for those that are uh, on here with me, they can see what's happening. Bam, there we go, right there, right? But one of the reasons I'm not making eye contact on it, because people love to say it's symbolic. And so there's some symbolism in me not making eye contact on the How to Get Out of Bed podcast, because that's where I am right now. I have difficulty looking at myself. I have difficulty seeing me those images that i put on the screen of making eye contact uh, i have and i have difficulty taking a selfie right now because i can see my trauma and and or even if it's not there even if you see something different i see something when i look at myself right now that i'm just quite unfamiliar with and that's why i do how to get out of bed but prior to my own trauma um, I, I did with the start of Instagram, we would, when we would receive our essence magazine, I would go through and I would take screenshots of the ads and I did an article. It got picked up on a national level about how black women in advertising were not making eye contact. And you know, that has been, that's, that's a stereotypical thing that that's deeply rooted in racism and prejudice and Jim Crow. So, and a lot of people love to say, well, you know, the photographer's just been art. Artistic? No, it's a stere- it's, stere- it's a stereotyping. It's stereotyping, um, it, and it per- it portrays itself in print. It portrays itself in film and in movies. Where, in fact, Tamron Hall touched on it in her one-on-one uh, just this week at um, at the at the NABJ conference. Let me go back over to the comments so I can catch the comments. Tamron Hall touched on it how she went to do a photo uh, for the show 
and how one particular network, you know, uh, cowering to their audience, was shrinking her and and making her all these doing all these different things. And she was like, "No, that's not what we're gonna do. We're not gonna do that. No, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do that." You know. And uh, she wanted to, because and, and you, you'd be surprised how much pushback I got and still get when I talk about the fact that we need to make eye contact. And because people, there are so many of us. Remember, I talked about this earlier. There are so many of us that want to be thankful for just the least bit that we get. Well, don't rock the boat. You know, let's just be thankful for being included and being there. But see, you got to stop saying that because there are those who are bulldozing our way in. There are those that are making sure that we get what we want, that are negotiating, right? And that's why when you when you go into the Tamara Hall story, when she talks about leaving the network, you know, yes, yeah, she could have stayed. They offered her a little bit of money. You know, they they like, we're going we're gonna to put you here, we're going to put you there. I don't know if y'all are watching this show called The Loudest Voice about Fox News and what the women at Fox News went through and all these people that sat by and waste, by the wayside and all those, every time one woman left and said, I'm not going to take this no more, there was another one ready to just slide into her, whatever her, her situation was. And then there were those that were grooming the Fox women and all those kind of things, you know. So I love that. Go ahead, Mimi, uh, on this cause and politics. Because if you look through the photo, the layout that they did on her, and yeah, everybody's like, well, Mimi's in, Mariah Carey's in, in the Cosmopolitan. Not, and not one of these pictures that they have on her, with, of her in this, and you read these articles, and not one is she looking dead on connecting with the reader. Not a one. I just turned, let me see, I think, nope. Mm-mm. And it is, it's about five pages. One, two, three, four, hold on, wait a minute. Five, six, seven, eight. It's an eight-page spread that they got on. People are like, but it's an eight-page spread. It's an eight-page spread where not once does she connect with the reader, she herself, except with the exception of the cover. On the cover, she had she wore a T-shirt with her picture on it. And I don't know about y'all, but when I look at the cover, my eyes meet her eyes. I don't know what else is on this cover yet because I go right into the eyes, right? So shout out to Mariah for knowing what she had to do on this cover. All hail Mariah, queen of whatever. The, and they, this is what this is the the title is TF she wants. So you already know what that means. All hail Mariah. Now you're gonna say all hail Mariah. Queen of whatever the F she wants, but yet you don't let her make eye contact. So clearly she didn't get to do it there. Not one of these photos. And cause you know that photographer looked at the left, glanced off to the right. I'm like, the hell with that. Get me straight on. Now imagine, imagine if in every last one of these photos, y'all don't get it, y'all. Imagine if every last one of these, because on the first one, it's a it's a open spread, it's a full page spread. And they got her looking off. I always wonder, like, what are they looking at? She, they got her looking off to the right, okay? Then the next one, again, looking off to the right. The next one, she's looking down at the ground. Uh, the next one, she's looking up in the air. The next one, she's looking up in the air. The next one, she's looking off to the right. The next one, she's looking down at the ground. And then that's it. And then, and then, there, and then after that is uh, how to go to rehab. <laughs> the story after Mariah Carey, I, I was about to say, damn, do they still how to get out of bed? The next uh, spread is how to go to rehab. And, and clearly, they're, like, they're not making eye contact either, right? And, and it's, it's another now crush your program. Nope. And then there's the next page, 
uh, out of office, this is talking about people on vacation, she's not making eye contact either. This one, okay, she's got on some shades, and this one, she's looking out to the left, and then finally we get an eye contact. But I just went through, what, damn near 20 pages. There's another one. Here's one making eye contact, uh, another three pages in, and one more page, there's some eye contact. Not, they're not, that one's not black, and then there's another one. And then there at the last page, we've got Tiffany Haddish, and she is making that. This Tiffany Haddish uh, plays a 70s mob wife in the kitchen, and she is making eye contact. Eye contact. Oh, oh no, I just tore my book, tore my journal. God dog it. Um, so there we go. There we have it. All right, guys, I'm gonna get ready to get out of here because I gotta, I gotta figure out. I, thank God, I think this, uh, I think this event is nearby, so I'm going to try and get dressed and go to that. But thank you guys for listening, commenting, Let me have a two-way conversation with you. On your screen, again, go to dryerbus.com. If you are not seeing how to get out of bed each and every day in your timeline, go to dryerbus.com and uh, put in your email address so that you can get on our email list. And please, when you get on the email list, here's what I need you to do. I click open. That open is so important because guess what? If you don't click open, you won't get another email. Only those who open the emails get the emails. Um, and we got it that way because we don't need y'all messing up our numbers, okay? Numbers are so important. Our email only goes out if you have opened an email in within the last X amount of campaigns and, and so forth. Um, because we want to make sure. Let me see. Here's a comment. Everyone have a wonderful day. You too, Laura. All right. And uh, I'm I'm pretty 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 much out of bed, y'all. Y'all know I only drunk about half of this detox. So let me go ahead while y'all are on here. Ugh. I don't mean that in a bad way. Um, because it actually tastes pretty good, and y'all know I love grapefruit juice. It's just trying to get it all down. Oh, my God. I can't eat. Wait. Isn't this thing at a restaurant? Oh, my God. I won't be able to eat. So, now, in 30 minutes, I just I just did the first uh, dose. It wasn't, really wasn't the first dose. But the first dose for the day. I'm supposed to do this for two days. So, that was the first dose. And then, in 30 minutes, I'm supposed to drink eight ounces of water. Y'all pray for me. That's going to be difficult. So, I should I, by, that, by that time, I should be dressed and ready to head out. And then I will gulp the water, and and I better I guess I better make sure I'm close to a TMI. But anyway, um, we started out talking about detox, and what do you need to detox? What do you need? What what kind of cleanse do you need? Where are you in your day? What do you need to ask for? What do you need to ask for? Um, I am I'm getting ready to go out and get with my tribe, and that was a tribe. What what did I say? The tri- the people I'm going to hang around today is the people that, or what are you waiting for? Because these are the people who believe in you. Learn how to get to that. Always have your route to people who believe in you and make sure you are one of those people. And that's why I'm going to be around people who believe in me because I'm trying to remember how to believe in me. I'm trying to remember what I was good at. And that's what I've been doing all weekend. And uh, because I need I need some different outcomes this week. I seriously need some different outcomes. And part of that is rolling out of bed. All right. I'm going to ask you to do me one last favor before we do any anything else. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, there it is right there. 
Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.